0: And my name is Ja'Kayla.
1: And I'm Jay Priest.
0: And we're back with episode two
1: of our podcast, Interracial. Today we'll be covering the um, history of anti-race mixing in South Africa. People may think the apartheid in South Africa was a long time ago, but actually it was only in 1994 that this whole apartheid in South Africa ended.
0: In March of 2020, According to thehistory.com, the apartheid was a system of legislation that upheld segregationist policies against non-white citizens of South America. After the National Party gained power in South America in 1948, its all-white government immediately began enforcing existing policies of racial segregation. Under apartheid, non-white South Af- Africans would be forced to live in separate areas from whites and use separate public f- facilities who started the apartheid in south africa racial segregation and white supremacies have become central aspects of south african policy long before the apartheid began the controversial 1913 land act passed three years after south america south africa gained its independence marked the beginning of territorial segregation by forcing black africans to live in reserves and make it illegal for them to work as sharecroppers. Opponents of the Lent Act formed the South African National Native Congress, which would become the African National Congress. It then became a law by 1950. The government had banned marriages between whites and people of other races and prohibited sexual relations between black and white South Africans. The Population Registration Act of 1950 provided the basic framework for apartheid by classifying all South Africans by race, including Bantu, colored, and white. A fourth category was later added. In some cases, the legislation split families. Parents could be classified as whites while their children are classified as
1: colored. The apartheid ended in 1976, when thousands of black children in Soweto, a black township outside of Jonesburg, demonstrated against the African language requirement for black African students, the police opened fire with tear gas and bullets. The protests and government crackdown that followed, combined with the National Economic Recession, drew more international attention to stop South African, shared all illusions that apartheid had brought peace or prosperity to the nation. The United Nations General Assembly had denounced apartheid in 1973, and in 1976, the UN Security... United Nations Security Council voted to impose a military embargo on the sale of arms to South Africa in 1985. The United Kingdom and United States imposed economic sanctions on the country. And Trevor Noah's born a crime. We can see um, he's living in the apartheid in the book. His mother cannot see his father. There's no right allowed in the book at all. He can't even see his mother every day. He can't see his father at all. Trevor Noah goes to a uh, predominantly Black school actually, but even though it's primarily black, the white students seem to get a better education because of apartheid. Black people even seen rioting, are shot and killed from apartheid in general. Black people who wanted equal rights in South Africa were killed. Even the even made them turn against each other with different tribes hating each other, as we can see in the book. There are two tribes, if I remember look correctly. host the it's a host, of stock, the tribe, and the, oh, another tribe. We're beefing because that's what the, for the effects of apartheid. And honestly, we can see, even see that still today, where other minorities are turning against each other because of effects that we had in the past. And it can be back to slavery, and there were even people who didn't want to see black people be successful at all, or even other minorities be successful at all. But specifically in Terminals Born a Crime, the book name says a lot about him. He's a mixed kid. He's born a crime. He's born during apartheid. When these things, when the media does not want to get out, that they are actually killing these people instead of bringing peace and prosperity to all. they I not getting equal chances. They're not helping. Even in the, book they, in the book, they had these little segments of telling what actually happened in the apartheid, of telling what he saw during the apartheid. It's like his future self writing, to, writing the book, telling what he saw actually when he was a little kid. And the only person who ever actually held the apartheid was Nelson Mandela. And one of the most famous things that happened was he hosted a soccer ball game with different people, different different cultures, different minorities that honestly helped see that we are all one kind of person and one kind of human species. This is the first time we see this ever with. A simple sport, helping to bring a community together in Black history at least. Speaking of Nelson Mandela, we have a little bit more about who Nelson Mandela was and what he did for the apartheid in South Africa in general.
0: In July of 2020, according to the nationalgeographic.com, Nelson Mandela had a, a part in the apartheid activism. In Soweto, Mandela became a part-time law student at Wit University and began to practice law, starting the nation's first black law firm. He joined the African National Congress, a group that agitated for the civil rights of the black South Af- Africans. In 1948, the segregation that was already rampant in South Africa became state law when his run. Party formally adopted apartheid. Of apartheid in July of 2020, according to the National Geographic Mel- Nelson Mandela had a part in the apartheid activism. In Soweto, Mandela became a part-time law student at West University and became to practice law. Starting the nation's first black law firm, he joined the African National Congress, a group that agitated for the civil rights of black South Africans. In 1948, the segregation that was already ramped in South Africa became state law when its ruling party formally adopted apartheid and apartness. This policy required black South Africans to carry identification with them at all times, which they needed to enter areas designated for whites. They were forced to live in all black zones and forbidden from entering into interracial relationships. Black people were even removed from the voter rolls and eventually foolish messed up. At first, Mandela and his fellow members of the ANC used nonviolent tactics like strikes and demonstrations to protest apartheid. In 1952, Mandela helped escalate the struggle as a leader of the Defiance campaign, which encouraged black participants to actively violate laws. 8,000 people, including Mandela, were jailed for violating curfews, refusing to carry identification passes and other offenses. The Defiance campaign catapulted the ANC's agenda and Mandela into the public eye as they continued to agitate for black rights. After serving his sentence, Mandela continued to lead protest against the government, and in 1956, he, along with 155 others, was tried for treason. He was acquitted in 1961 and lived in hiding for 17 months after trial. Over time, Mandela came to believe that armed resistance was the only way to end the apartheid. In 1962, he briefly left the country to receive military training and gain support for the cause, but was arrested and convicted soon after his return for leaving the country without a permit. Then, while he was in prison, police discovered documents related to Mandela's plan for guerrilla warfare. They charged him and his allies with the
1: sabotage.
0: Hi, my name is Jaquela.
1: And my name is Freeze.
0: And we're back with episode three
1: of Interracial. Today, we're going to be talking about the effects on today's world with anti-race mixing and multiculturalism.
0: Nelson Mandela was born on July 18, 1918 in what was then known as the Union of South Africa, a dominion of the British Empire. Though the majority of its inhabitants were Black, they were dominated by a white minority that controlled the land, the wealth, and the government, a discriminatory social structure that would later be Codify in the country's legal system and call apartheid. Over the next ninety-five years, Mandela would help topple South Africa's brutal social order. During a lifetime of resistance, imprisonment, and leadership, Nelson Mandela led South Africa out of apartheid and into an era of reconciliation and majority rule. His father was a chief of the. Timbu people of a subgroup of the Hosa people who make up South Africa's second largest cultural group. After defying a British magistrate, Mandela's father had been stripped of his chieftainship title in land.